0: Hello, beautiful listeners and consumers, and also any pets that might be listening to this ad. Woof, woof, meow, rise up, meow, woof. Okay, now that that's out of the way, I'd like to tell you about Stamps.com. You know, we don't always have the time to go to the post office, which is why Stamps.com gives you 24 seven access to the post office right from your home. All you need is a computer and printer and you're good to print any postage, anytime to any place. Grrr, hiss. Strike while they sleep. Arf! With Stamps.com, you can get discounts you can't find anywhere else, like up to 30% off USPS rates and 86% off UPS. Do you have a small business? Or maybe you have to send out paychecks to employees. Or perhaps you're a cat or a dog that has successfully eliminated your owner and is assuming their identity. Whatever the case, Stamps.com is perfect for your small or big business needs. They even work seamlessly with sites like Shopify, Etsy, eBay, and more. Don't mail and ship the hard way. Sign up with Stamps.com today. Use promo code MORENEWS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage and digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page, and enter code more news. Meow, purr, humans are weak in the neck area. Meow, purr.
1: Why, hello, and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast.
2: Wild. What? Wild. I,
0: I, I'm going to look that up. It's uh, been a while
1: since we fake commented about how weird it is that this is the only news podcast. Wow.
0: According to the search engine of America, from the government's website, you're right. I am. Hi, I'm Cody, by the way. Hi.
1: Yeah, you are. You are, Cody. <laughs> Our guest today, return champion, not champion, return refer- friend, yeah. <laughs> yeah. physician and host of the medical podcast, The House of Pod, Cave Hoda.
3: Yes, yes, not the first, but it might be the last medical podcast because we might shut it down. It it might be like forbidden after us. No more podcasts or no more medical podcasts. Medical podcasting. (laughs) I don't think I'm
0: powerful enough to uh, destroy other podcasts. Ultimately, I think the goal is no more podcasts. (laughs) Okay.
1: Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because look, there's only one news podcast, and that feels like something that
3: no, we we don't need. No, we don't. These days,
1: I don't know if you've seen the news lately, but.
3: Why would Boy. I? Uh, no, what, would what's I, on the news? What is it? What's it about?
1: You know, this season is a little hard to keep track of, to be honest. Actually, I'm not going to do that joke because I don't like politics as a TV show.
2: Oh. Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you're right. But yeah,
1: the, I've really lost the, the plot line. Oh, speaking of that, today, August 11th, is National Presidential Joke Day. Let's get out all those Brandon jokes.
0: Yeah. The joke, like the guy in the White House, yeah. Old Joe is the joke, huh? Yeah, Joe Biden. the
3: Yeah. Huh? Any old joke president. Biden. Huh? Uh, get out of here. I there. have absolutely no idea or what dark Brandon is. Can someone sure. explain that, do you, do that you thing to me? No, yeah. Brandon. Please. I know the let's go Brandon thing. Yeah. There's some chant and I got that. Do you know where that came yeah, from? Yeah, there was some sort of like chant and people were like, saying reporter, fuck joe biden but the yeah. reporter was like trying to play it off yeah i kind of got I, that I, I suspect the reporter
0: simply misheard because it was a crowd full of people uh We're screaming screaming and she's like oh <laughs> yeah. i'm talking to a guy named brandon surely it couldn't be some random fuck joe biden chant." but whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> so yeah uh dark brandon is just um it's <laughs> the idea that joe biden a sleepy man who doesn't really want to be the president it seems at times Is actually, like, you know, gonna go uh, full, uh, like, authoritarian, do what needs to be done, uh, take the reins of all the levers of government, uh, mixing metaphors there, and take care
3: of business, right?
1: You know, as Dark Brandon does. Yeah. Yeah. Business.
3: So it's this whole confusing thing of like him being a total inept, like senile old man, but somehow this dark wizard who's behind all the evil machinations of the government.
1: Oh, I think it's more positive than that. It's more like dark Brandon gets shit done with the lasers from his eyes.
0: It started as not positive because Brandon doesn't get shit done. (laughs) And the idea of him getting shit done, especially in like a a forceful way, is just silly. Um, Listen to him talk he's a sleepy old man it's fine we're all yeah. you know everybody's gonna be a sleepy old person one day but he's the president and so the idea originally was that it, it would be ridiculous if he was this guy and then whenever he does something then you know the party and the people the the, the the joe biden stands i guess come out and sort of re- taken it for their own to be about when he actually does something gotcha but it started out as like the idea that like well, it would be ridiculous if it was this guy
1: you know, this whole explanation is a perfect setup and punchline for National Presidential Joke Day.
0: Like the joke in the White House, <laughs> the God, dang in office, it. right? they uh, uh, nailed him. Uh, nailed him. Yeah. No more president. Yeah, that
2: worked.
1: August 12th, it's National Middle Child Day. Anybody oh. here a middle child?
0: No, but one of my siblings is. Hey, <laughs> happy middle child day to that sibling and congratulations uh, on the new child. Which one?
1: The middle one.
0: Oh, uh, my brother is the middle one. My uh, Oh my
1: brother. god, I almost said your sister, but I, I always forget that.
3: Yeah. C- Cody, are you the youngest or the oldest? I'm the youngest, yeah. I'm the youngest too, Katie. Yeah. Youngest. Mm, wow, that's yeah, yeah, wow. Wow. You're I the guess. youngest, Jonathan? I am. Look at us. That says something. That it says something. It really about, does. I don't say know what. Something. It says something all of us oh, just Pecocious, need that attention just need that attention little uh, entitled fucks I who grew up like
0: to re- reiterate my ultimate goal of eliminating all podcasting from the world <laughs> Oh, that's great
2: all right anyway probably. happy
0: that day to the middle children also world elephant day it says here oh, oh yeah cool. it is
1: world elephant day yeah yeah elephants are all right
0: hell yeah that's right <laughs>
1: It's not true. Elephants are great. So
0: you you prepared a statement. Nope. I I actually am (laughs) reading that
1: now. I read this a few times and Mm. I don't know why, because here's the thing. Mm -hmm. Jonathan, this is, you've done impeccable work as always, but it's not August 12th is, is national middle child day. And that's written out normal. And then world (laughs) elephant day is a hyperlink. So it's like a link to the page. I think in my brain, I was like, that's just the article about national middle child day.
2: (laughs) I linked no, it's a, to. It's
0: a, it's a tweet. It's a 10 <laughs> t- like tweet from AP Planner that says tomorrow's World Elephant Day. Just in case you
4: doubted, in case you think I'm just putting unsourced shit into our notes, no. AP Planner uh. tweeted this out so I can verify that World Elephant Day is kind of a thing, whereas National Presidential Joke <laughs> <laughs> Day is some made up nonsense. Uh-huh. Do you see the distinction? I do now. I do. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Oh,
1: boy. We have fun, don't we? It's a beautiful oh, hyperlink. Sure,
4: oh, boy.
0: <laughs> oh, boy.
1: As if we haven't been chit-chatting enough. Kaveh, how are you? We know that you have a new life change that's been keeping you up at night.
3: <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I've taken up uh, having babies. Yeah. And
1: It's an expensive hobby, but I hear it's rewarding.
3: I just keep doing it. I yeah. just the can't quit of the medical did you Did you <laughs> your
1: new child... <laughs> Did your new child make your former youngest child a middle child? Is this?
3: It it, it did. And it's going to be really fascinating to see how that plays out because he was as youngest a child as youngest children get. Yeah. And mm. I'm really fascinated to see what kind of psychological trauma yeah. this does to him. Well,
1: you've really steered him away from a career in podcasting mm. if data is to be uh, believed. Right. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if this, this N of four is to be believed, this study, this small study that we have mm. here, well, uh, yeah, it's I had a kid and it's been very interesting and it's been fun and hard. And uh, I'm running on uh, ca- caffeine and reflex at this point. Essentially. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'm grateful that you were able to spare some time to chat mm-hmm. with us today.
3: Oh, of course. Of course. I mean, they can be OK for a couple hours on their own. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. Because yeah. they're not yeah. at this point, there's not much movement. Like, And, and if, if we're
3: being honest. Ease- yeah, there's not that much I can do other than change diapers at yeah. this point. I mean, I've tried not no milk comes out of these nipples. <laughs> a, a little whiskey if oh. I squeeze real hard. Um, but I can't give that to the baby. But that
1: might be no. good um, when they're teething, or is that like just an old thick, wives' yeah. tale? Like you rub some whiskey on the gums, you know? Yeah,
3: I, we don't do that anymore, but I believe that they did. Yes, uh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I've
1: I Again, never been a so parent good. not looking good that I will be. <laughs> so recently on your show, you had a discussion uh, about uh, research into psychedelics uh, yeah. as a potential treatment for, for psychiatric conditions, and we hear are very... I, at the showdy, are very pro-psychedelics and and whatnot. Um, <laughs> yeah. How do you think
0: this conversation is For multiple changed? reasons. It's different. Multiple have, reasons. But, I,
1: you know, just in my own personal life, I know so many people that have started to, you know, explore this a little bit for themselves within reason. Right. Do you see this loosening up in the near future?
3: Yeah, you know, I, I think it's inevitable that we're going to get some small decriminalization of, of these things. I think mean, we really have to, to study them well, because yeah. right now it's hard to have good studies on things that are illegal. You know, you, you, the studies are small and the, it's hard to get the good results that you want, or at least the power uh, of a study if it's small. So uh, it, it will get better uh, with time. I, I'll be honest with you. I, from my discussion, this last discussion I had on the show with a, a toxicologist and a uh, psychiatrist who are both excellent. There is some evidence for psychedelics in in psychiatric illness and using them, uh, you know, in therapeutic ways. Um, but it, it's probably getting a little bit more hype than it mm-hmm. it it really seems to warrant. I'm still hopeful that we're going to find good uses for some of these treatments or treatments for these things because I do think there is some promise, and I've heard some good anecdotal stories from people. But but so far I'm, I'm not. It's certainly not the panacea. It's certainly not the, the incredible cure that it's getting credit for. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on right now that they're that, that, that pushed. There's a lot of these weird pushes that also kind of make me a little skeptical. Like the people that like ketamine is a very, very cheap drug, for example. Right. And now there's this whole renewed interest in ketamine. But it's kind of coming from this new company that is funding studies that that is making a nasal variation of it, a nasal spray. So there is like, you know, even for like psychedelics, which we think of as like, you know, something outside of the norm of the pharmaceutical industry, something that should be like maybe, you know, uh, a little bit less sketchy, for example, than a big pharma. There's still that behind it, too. So You have to even you have to take what you hear in like pop culture and in news stories about psychedelics in, in treatment with a little grain of salt, too. And look at the, the data carefully. I mean, we have to be really sober minded when we look at the things I this all being said, I'm for decriminalization of, of most of the drugs that we talked about, but whether or not they become useful in terms of medications, I I don't know. And i I remain a little skeptical.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and I mean think about this. I, I mean I, I am I agree with you probably completely. Score. Any I mean, I personally have found it to be lovely to every so often have a microdose psilocybin thing. I find that to be really uh, grounding. (laughs) It's not something that makes you high or anything like that. But that said, again, it's not a treatment for something. It's just a destigmatization and exploration on something for your own personal self. So when we talk about it on here, I want to make sure people know that this is all very individual and not suggesting everybody goes out and get high all the time. (laughs) You know,
0: Right, that's but, what I'm here for. And
1: that's what Cody's influence is. Go yeah. out and
0: get high all the time.
3: And it should also be noted that these things, you know, for the most part, they're pretty benign, but none of them are without risk. And right. and it, it is it is definitely not for everybody. I definitely don't recommend it universally. So I, it is something to be taken very seriously if you do it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the point that you also bring up to be wary of, but part of what's happening around us is like like I get so many targeted Instagram ads for different treatments and and mm-hmm. it's just the monetization the marketing all of this is yeah. just people selling 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 something to you and right. i'm not about that i am about decriminalization and you know yeah and destigmatization yeah that's a mouthful yeah. <laughs> i didn't nailed it i don't know that i did i don't know if i told this story on this show yet but we did a episode around christmas time about some good news and we talked about some of the the research into psilocybin and and psychedelics and i did the whole segment calling it (laughs) psilocybin which is not its name and nobody caught it because i said it with such confidence that they thought i must be right and then Mm. our editor tells us so i had to adr like Fifteen. It was a
0: bunch,
3: yeah.
1: I because there was no <laughs> way we could reshoot the whole fucking thing. <laughs> when
3: when you have to do that, when you have to punch in like things like that, do you do you like put on your your actor hat and like yeah. get into like you're like back and you put yourself back in the conversation? Yeah. So
1: they'll string out. <laughs> thankfully, we don't have to do it this off that often on the show, but you know, on other projects or in movies, they'll put you in a sound booth, but they string out the part that you need to match maybe once or twice. And so you can give it a couple goes and you say it along with it, but I mimic everything I'm doing. I mimic Mm -hmm. my hand movement, my hand tilt, all of it, because it's all part of it. But yeah, it looks silly. You're playing the
3: role of Katie. That's great.
1: (laughs) But I'm doing this, trying to say, I'm trying to record psilocybin, but in a way that matches my mouth saying psilocybin. (laughs) (laughs)
0: yeah it can be really awkward when you're trying to fit like a short word into a long
1: space
3: that like it doesn't belong in
1: yeah Yeah. oh gosh okay
3: yeah well thank you for listening to that episode or for at least checking it out yeah that was I I mean uh, I I am still hopeful I think that there's still more to be learned about them but uh, I think it's gonna be hard to, to get the real good studies until we're able to do it legally you know yeah
1: yeah that makes sense Katie Stoll here. You know, in a lot of ways, the human body is merely a vessel for the Katangu, a bird-like demigod and the true inheritors of this earthly realm. But of course, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't treat our bird receptacles in good form. Katangu demands perfection, after all. Which is why I drink AG1 by Athletic Greens. See, it's just so hard to eat right, what with all the hustle and or bustle and general stressors of life. Like... For example, knowing that we are but puppets for our half-avian lords. AG1 helps with all of that by taking the daily vitamins you need and condensing them into a single drink. Get all your goods in one place. Observe as I get all my goods in one place. Mm Mm-hmm. Now that tastes like something a bird god would want us to drink. Just one tasty scoop of AG1 contains 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food-sourced ingredients. The special blend of high-quality bioavailable ingredients and a scoop of AG1 work together to fill all the nutritional gaps in your diet, support energy and focus, and aid with gut health and digestion. And the best part is that you don't have to worry about eating right. After all, the time of flesh is fleeting. And look here! Athletic Greens is going to give you an immune-supporting, free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase if you visit athleticgreenscom slash news today. Again, simply visit athleticgreens.com/slash/morenews to take control of your health and give AG1 a try. All praise
0: Katangu! Oh, hey there, you bready babies. Who's a bready baby? It's you, you are the bread baby. And no, I don't know what that means, but it doesn't matter because you love bread. We all love bread. It's like a pillow made of oats or whatever bread is made of, trees. Listen, this wasn't the best ad intro, I'm brave enough to admit that, but I want to tell you about Wild Grain. Wild Grain is a subscription bread service that will send you the very first bake from frozen box for artisanal bread. What's great is that they use only clean ingredients like unbleached flour, you hate bleached flour, and utilize a slow fermentation process that's both healthier and tastes better. They also offer rolls and pastries and even handmade pastas. Their little peach bites, delicious. All the things a bready baby needs. So if you sign up at wildgrain.com slash more news, you can choose which type of box you want to receive and how often. It's easy to reschedule, skip, or cancel. And with every new member, Wildgrain donates six meals to the Greater Boston Food Bank. That's cool. It's cool to get a big box of bread in the mail. It's like getting a care package from wherever bread gets made. Bread town? For a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissant in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash more news to start your subscription. You heard me, free croissant in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash more news. That's wildgrain.com slash more news or you can use promo code more news at checkout. Croissant. Krausins crazins, crais- not crazins. You don't get craisins. Myself.
1: Before we talk about the news, while we have you, we have yet to address monkeypox on this show. And we'd like to get your, your thoughts on it. There's still this debate going on about how best to message about it, you know, which communities are affected. And again, there's been a lot of conversations about access to vaccines and, and treatments. What do you think should be the top priority right now in regards
3: to monkeypox? You know, I think it's going to it's clear that we should have learned some pretty easy <laughs> lessons by this point. And yeah, man. The, the big one for me is is the testing and uh, vaccination. And I think if we're able to do that, we're going to be OK. We're not going to get to zero cases. I think our window, unfortunately, of, you know, er- er- eradicating, it's gone. Uh, we lost that. But I, I think, you know, it's it's clear that we can use testing. To help control it. And I think that's what we need to keep working on. It, it's been, as you guys probably have heard, testing has been difficult. It's been really quite onerous on the physician. Like at the beginning, when they first suspected it, they'd have to like call the state, talk to some sort of like official there, go over the case. Then you would have to be couriered over somehow. You have to figure out a way to do that. Now we have commercially available tests. Um, the testing should become easier. It's still rolling out and not quite simple everywhere, but that appears to be there appears to be more of a focus on that now, which is good. And I, I think once that happens, I think we're going to be in a better place. I, I think that's definitely um, that's that's for me the 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 major thing we need to focus on is is testing and then vaccination and then we have to talk about treatment, of course, or box
1: Yeah, there just have been so many stories of people that have been seeking treatment and the doctors haven't known what they were looking at, because the information hasn't been available and or they've been turned away or treated for something entirely wrong and delayed their I mean, delayed their actual treatment by months. Yeah. And it sounds awful. But yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, it's not our first time failing this community. Uh, And, you know, it's something that, you know, we talk about the medical history of, of what you know, how we've served minorities poorly and one of those minorities that we've served very poorly is the is the the gay community and right now you know we should talk about like the stigma that that they have to deal with with this but you know the frankly the truth is we're lucky it's that community that is the first to address this because they're also like the most responsible yeah they're doing their best to get tested they're they're getting vaccinated when it's possible
1: I have received so much more information about this from the gay community than I have from the medical community, at least up until within the last few weeks when, you know, headlines start coming out and more articles. But I, I was seeing posts from, from the gay community for the past couple of months, you know, of my, my friends and loved ones, and and they were the ones sharing the information, and it is so unfair how gets stigmatized as you know personal failing or whatever you know when you're right the gay community is much more uh proactive and on top of their sexual well-being and their sexual health you know
0: yeah yeah, yeah and having even to frame it as that because it's not like a sexually transmitted disease no it's not it's, it's,
3: yeah it's, um, i mean it's it's more than that i mean it's right. like it's not it doesn't technically meet the criteria for that i mean there is some uh, it is mostly spread through that's how we're seeing it right now through intimate physical contact during sex but it is not a sexually transmitted illness uh, at least not in that traditional sense right yeah and 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 then i mean we it's a difficult thing because we have to sort of be careful and and toe the line and on one hand we have to be clear about the community that this is most affecting at least right now because we need to be able to figure out how to help that community the best. It's just that because of such a bad track record we have in the medical community of addressing that, that group of people, it, it, it definitely taints the situation and makes this uh, a little more difficult. Again, it's, it's something that we have to reckon with as, as doctors you know, and, and address. And I don't think, unless we're able to be open about that and talk about it, I don't think we're going to be doing our, our best work.
1: Okay, now I think it's time for us to get to some other news. Non-health-related news. Mm.
3: Mm -hmm. Are you sure? I bet I could find a way that's related. Mm. I (laughs) I, I
1: bet you could. That's the challenge I posed to you throughout this episode.
4: (laughs) So the CDC said, You know what's not healthy is having a search warrant served to you by the FBI.
1: Jonathan Uh, coming up so fast with that transition. That was good
4: gonna give you an ulcer unless that's not how people get ulcers mm. yeah don't throw out
1: your back cleaning your files no that's
3: don't throw out your back cleaning your files definitely just, don't do just that just
1: let them take it think about the
3: poor fbi agents and how many like mcdonald's wrappers they had oh. to wade through and probably mm-hmm. slipped on some ketchup packets and someone probably got hurt that's probably Sticky, what
1: greasy papers
3: Ugh. You probably
4: know by now that Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort was served a search warrant by the FBI earlier this week. His poor, Trump...
1: beautiful home.
4: Mm-hmm. He wasn't <laughs> there, but he was very angry. He said it was a politically motivated raid that they even broke into my safe. Mm. Um, this is... It's funny all... detail to include. It's a very funny detail. Uh, they. <laughs> this is all probably related to be about all of those... Uh, all that material that he stole from the the white house and the national archives when he left office the national archives got a bunch of those boxes of materials back months ago but then they found out that there were classified materials in those boxes and let the justice department know the justice department's been conducting an investigation since apparently tried to subpoena these documents back and after not getting a response for months Mm got a search warrant and went in there. And then uh, finally, before uh, we open it up for discussion, Attorney General Merrick Garland today gave a brief statement where he said he's seeking to unseal uh, portions of that warrant so we can see exactly what they were looking for and maybe if anyone, any witnesses talked to them. And this seems to be a kind of dare to Trump to ask those to be remain sealed since it would kind of pour water all over mm-hmm. his claim that there's nothing there.
1: Yeah. Oh, boy. This has been a real week on Twitter, hasn't it? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean.
0: Oh, yeah. We love a good FBI raid of the president. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. We'll see, right? We It's a lot of speculation about what's going on, and we don't know exactly what they were looking for or what they found. Nor does he, I mean, he does, he has a copy of uh, information that he could release that indicates, like, yeah, here's, like, what they were doing. Well, right. And he's not going to release that, which doesn't mean anything, necessarily. I think it's funny, partially, because I think it's a mix. Like, the file thing is, it seems to be a mix of, there's some stuff he wanted to keep because he doesn't want anyone to have it. And he didn't know he couldn't take that. Right. Like, right. it's like, oh, I wanted my little stuff, I, my little my
3: gifts and things.
1: It's always the thing with him. Is it like, how dumb are you?
3: I, yeah. I think this is like he has very clearly shown over the last like how many years uh, that he's not he doesn't care much for keeping records or, or keeping track mm-hmm. of of notes. Like what I had always heard was that like he was like tearing up notes <laughs> and there, and his age were like, "No, you you can't do that. That's like a an important letter. You're supposed to keep that. It's supposed to go to like the national archives." And he would just like flush things down toilet, like the the toilet bowl. I mean, yeah, flush stuff down the toilet. Yeah. Boy,
1: it's so fun to get confirmation of that. Right.
3: I mean, there's a real toilet fixation with that guy. I remember him Cody- talking about. Yeah. The- the flushing of toilets, and I guess this all makes sense. Well, I think, well, yeah, that's why, right?
0: What we suspected were it was his massive dumps. Right? Massive, yeah. dumps, um, but no. <laughs> but no, it's the files a that he's got. Combination, trying to flush.
1: probably, to be fair. A combination.
0: combination. Um, yeah, he's, yeah, if he's ever swallowing the paper, it might be. Exactly. Both. I read that oh, some yeah. of the files, <laughs> some of the documents they got back from him were like ripped up and taped back
4: together. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's yeah. what
1: they they talk about in, you know, I
4: think that's all in Maggie's book.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it is. Uh, inauguration Day, it was just chaos because everybody had been working so hard on the 2020 election, you know, denying it and trying to invalidate it that they didn't pack up the fucking palace. Mm. But, yeah, a scrambling of notes being taped back together and trying to have it organized. Just chaos. There's so much. I don't even know where to begin, all the different things. Of course, there's the right-wing reaction. But I love – I mean, I know what he's doing. In his statement, he's comparing – you know, this hasn't happened since Watergate. And I know he's – I mean, Nixon was guilty. The raid – you know – I don't know. I just don't think it's smart of him to compare himself to this in any capacity.
0: Well, he's a huge Nixon fan. Like they would, huge they Nixon exchanged, fan. they exchanged letters when he was a younger man after, like after Nixon was president, he like got the exchanged letters. So, you know, I don't think he cares. Right. It's not like, like, Oh, don't mention Nixon's like, he doesn't give a shit. He's mentioned Nixon as much as
1: universally you want. reviled person though, but not to him. And I, I also, I know there's all these reports, you know, he's freaking out wondering if, Who's wearing a wire? Who's the mole? You know, people who are innocent and have nothing to hide tend to worry, <laughs> and uh, about whether or not people in their inner circle are wearing a wire. That is mm-hmm. a real testament to a pure conscience.
3: Yeah, right. He sounds like a mafia boss. He, oh, like, yeah. But you know what? The the funny thing to me about all this is, that, like, you know, of course I find it hilarious, <laughs> and and I'm not gonna lie, like I take glee in it as well but like seeing like how excited people on twitter are getting that they're like oh he's good now we've got him he's going to Mm. jail we're finally gonna see him behind bars." i mean come on honestly okay i'm probably wrong about this but i'm pretty sure no rich person has ever gone to jail maybe with the exception of martha stewart like i can't think of Mm. another rich person who's gone much less someone like him you know like maybe outside Uh, i got one for you who
1: Lori (laughs) laughlin
3: oh yeah and bill cosby <laughs> he went to jail. Yeah. bill
1: cosby briefly yeah. went to jail
3: but yeah, yeah, your yeah. point
1: is very well taken it's yeah it's like what, whatever not, the consequences
0: are it's gonna be not fine presidents like that's for dang sure because also it opens up like okay well there are other criminals like it, it's it's just it's interesting to go at like we're gonna go after trump we're gonna take that down this trump guys like you know a lot of other people do the stuff that trump does he's just obnoxious about it <laughs>
1: Right. We shouldn't let the most high profile criminal get away with crimes. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to, but how does this affect us long term in elections and whatnot? I mean, I in one of our Google Hangouts, somebody posed the question. and I think I've mentioned this on our, the actual show before. Who are you more afraid of, Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis? And I think I might be more. I don't know. Ron DeSantis
0: is very scary to me. I'm not afraid of either. I'll take both of them.
1: Take him down down one fell swoop, Mm -hmm. I will.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Not that that's a reason. I don't know. There's just all sorts of big picture questions that start to pop up. But we have to see what actually happens.
0: Yeah, who knows what they're doing and why they're doing it. And like, it's probably, you know, it's related to a lot of things. Like, he's a criminal in many ways for a lot of different reasons. They just got, they just probably got Alex Jones's texts, right? Like, it's all all this sort of (laughs) stuff. um Explain and, that
1: you were talking about that yesterday.
0: Oh, I mean, they got his text, right?
1: Yeah, but you think that might? You think there might be some? I, it's
0: probably not related to this specifically, just because it would have been like a very quick turnaround, right? Right. Yeah. Like, oh, they just got him, and now we got to go raid the, raid the place. But like,
2: right.
0: All of his information is like cross pollinated. It's not like I keep I keep this crime in this safe. I keep the other crimes over here in the texts. Like, it's all gonna be kind of a mishmash. Um, yeah. So I don't think the text were necessarily like the impetus for this, but it could be
3: in the periphery. I mean, it's something they've been working on for a while. It it is my guess and something that, and I actually, my understanding of it and I could be wrong was that they had been working with the national archives had been trying to get the stuff back and they had been trying for a while uh, without success. And then they were able to apply enough pressure to get, the boxes back and then when they got the box some of the the material back they realized there was stuff in there that should not have been there and that is what prompted or or set this off i mean this is the kind of thing that sounds like they had to have a lot of ducks in a row to to go for so i assume this has been something they've been building since he left
0: right yeah. it's
3: not the like
0: everyone's like oh this is so careless of them it's this political move and it's going to ruin x and y and like mm. put him on the uh, in the forefront on the defense or whatever i would they really i don't know it seems like they're very careful people uh when they when yeah. they want to be
1: yeah <laughs> the truth is is that we really don't know what all of the rationale or you know exact specifics we don't know anything
0: yeah well, well what we do know is that the fbi is bad now or yeah. very good or depending good. on how you feel about <laughs> donald Trump's that's probably. a good transition cody that's
4: what i've loved seeing is that like a bunch of people are now like defund the fbi and then like <laughs> occupy democrats is like thank the fbi for <laughs> maintaining tail the all rule this time. of law like, it happens every <laughs> single time it's so funny every
0: time everyone's um, a hypocrite also well yeah and also just like let's let's maybe not get duped into thinking that Republicans think that the FBI is bad. No. Like, I don't think that they're talking about like how the FBI, they fucking like, they killed, no, just, they killed Martin not... Luther King. Like, no, 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 no. They raided their dopey president that they did, uh, tried an insurrection about. Like, that's why they're mad at the FBI. And if they, anyone who's saying abolish the FBI, or defund the FBI anybody who's saying that what they would actually want to do is institute a new uh, a new organization that's exactly like the fbi that <laughs> like murders communists for them like that's what they want to do uh right. as if the fbi isn't already doing that for them but yeah, like why
4: can't we have the agency that just goes after the people i don't
0: exactly love? like it's just so so funny to see some people be like oh we should like take this as an opportunity, like they're fi- finally, the Republicans agree the FBI's bad no, 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 no no no. Mm. They want to kill you, yeah, uh, <laughs> and they'll use their new FBI to do it. This is not anything to take seriously uh from from them no, um, it's it absolutely so isn't. I mean,
1: it's mostly just an opportunity to make fun of liberals, you know, <laughs> and yes, to be pissed about this, it is fun, and you know, not for nothing. Trump himself signed a law that made it a felony for government officials to remove classified information.
0: <laughs> oh, it's extremely funny. Um it's, that's the thing, like everyone's like, oh the FBI yeah. is bad though. Don't get don't praise the FBI it's like, yeah, obviously the FBI is bad. This is funny though. It's extremely funny. The locker up president I mean, got raided by the FBI. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> um and now he's like, oh we live in a third world country because we're going after our political opponents now. It's like give me a break, yeah. man. Get the fuck out of here. Also so didn't
1: funny. he authorize Audits of James Comey and I don't know Andrew like, yeah, like, McCabe like, or whatever.
4: I, I, I don't know. I know what that mean, guys he up to. He immediately fired the guy who was investigating him. He was yeah. in office like this guy's investigating me. You're fired.
1: It is. <laughs> it is hard to talk about this with people or see the reactions online and not be like, "You motherfuckers, you remember this? It wasn't that long ago. What are you saying? Do you recognize?" what you're saying but
3: yeah there's no point
1: um, in having that conversation of course
3: not like do you guys worry at all about like re- retaliation i mean i'm i know there was like an attack on like a cincinnati fbi office with like a mm-hmm. Yeah. Like a nail gun? I don't, I entirely understand It's a nail that. gun and an AK-47, right? Yeah. I, That's
0: a weird car. I card. actually It was an AR-15? I think it was an ar Very AR-15. much. And it was an AK-47. All right,
2: come on. I'm, pretty I'm sure not going like to yeah. stay up <laughs> at night rifle. worrying
1: about it, but I do think that it is something to be concerned about, especially yeah. with all the the talk of civil war online. I mean, Stephen Crowder has been tweeting about war. Uh, you know, uh, it, who,
0: man, it's a clown man.
1: We don't. But, we don't. We,
0: know, do, we don't need to care about what Clown Man says.
1: Well, but some people care.
0: But yes, and some people you care. Know, yeah, I but
1: know. on Reddit, I just mean like there. I there absolutely could be some reason to be concerned for that. But
0: I. Yeah, I mean, I there. I think so. In gen, like just in the sense that like we're a volatile nation <laughs> uh, yeah. and very polarized, yeah. and there are people who are going to do things like that, kind of no matter what. I'm not worried that Scott Adams, uh, Dilbert's dad, is gonna like, lead a revolution, right? Uh, he was tweeting like two days ago. He's like, I'm I'm putting the FBI on notice, and he gives like tw- 48 hours later. He's like, Well, time's up, FBI. Now, we no one's briefing. Keep me. Waiting. Or like, it's just like he's like, What are you gonna now do, we're man? Phase two now. Yeah, we're yes. phase two, which is just like tweeting from his Dilbert-shaped pool that he has.
1: Has there been um, any word from Q lately?
0: No, Probably, I don't know. I'm not up to date. All the time, or never again, I don't know.
1: <laughs> it's not the only thing going on in Donald Trump's world this week. Oh,
2: he's a you busy know, guy. He he's also, so tired.
1: He's got to be tired. It's got to be getting to him. He took the fifth this week in his testimony to the New York Attorneys General, um, and that was the investigation into the uh, apparent fraud committed by the Trump organization. And that's the fun, fraud. of course, because we have to remember how not very long ago Trump said that the only people who take the fifth are, are, are you take the fifth if you're guilty.
0: What? Wait a second. Are you saying there's a tweet for everything? There is. This guy? But he
1: actually acknowledged it. <laughs> he says, I once asked if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? Now I know the answer to that question. When your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt supported by lawyers, prosecutors, and the fake news media, you have no choice. That's so specific. So most people (laughs) who plead the fifth are guilty. But if you find yourself
0: under
1: attack by the fake news media, then it is appropriate to plead the fifth.
3: It's so. He's just funny. rolling out the hits. He just—it's like for him, it's just like the man. It, there's no new information, no new act, no new shtick. That's the one thing that makes me think he—he's—he's he's done because he's, he's got nothing new yeah he's got nothing new he's yeah. innovated over the last you know decade or so And this ah he's he's got a little static I well think. He, hon- he
0: honed it in because
3: he's run for president before a
0: couple of times he honed it yeah, in yeah. and he's like all right 2016 is my year the perfect yeah, yeah. guy for this yeah and he now peaked. yeah he's like he, yeah. yeah exactly It's like a greatest hits album we don't need to we'll just watch the old clips man yeah, you're man, a, we have a water bottle. Rubio, come on. I've seen. We should show. introduce
4: a new character because it's like a late <laughs> season of a new show. So we need like a new Trump character to make him fresh and like really, mm, yeah. you know, raise you his. We need a Rudy eyes.
3: character in the the Cosby
0: Show. We need Desantis to start acting goofier and just be like, a, like, like trying to be a weirdo. He's such a serious man. I'd be interested to see him like because he's doing all he does. He's good at the Trump policy stuff. Good at whatever. Like okay. the fact he's a good, like, fascist American candidate, he's uh, a
2: good but like, guy. he doesn't have, but he
0: doesn't have like the charisma or the goofiness of Trump. And I think that might be key to uh, to really harnessing the because America is a silly nation. And <laughs> I think you need a little bit of that goofiness to really sell the like, we're fascist now for sure.
1: They're all bad guys. Yeah. We need levity. Uh,
0: I do think it's funny that this also just I, I don't want to harp on this, plead the fifth fucking take of his but like it's incredible and he'll never be asked about this to his face on camera or anything like that but it's incredible to see like a president be like i understand why one of those (laughs) like the the 10 like the first 10 i understand the bill of rights now like it's just such a funny thing for a president to be like after after he was the president yeah like two (laughs) years later he's like you know
4: what i think i finally
0: understand the fifth amendment now
4: He's like, yeah, uh, Hamilton or Jefferson or whoever must have been upset at CNN or something. Right,
0: exactly. <laughs> it's just like, you're like finally grasping this and like in like the exact wrong way. But like, you were present two years ago, man. It's 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 been time, it's been more than long enough.
1: God, only two years and already two years.
0: It's such a funny thing
1: man. for him to say. Um, <laughs> weird time. I <laughs> think...
0: Like, I finally get it. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I get it, Cody. This is a safe space to process all of your emotions and reactions to the world we're living in.
5: Well, hi there.
1: You know, some things just get better with age a leather jacket, a fine wine, pumpkins. But would you believe that your bed sheets can also improve over time? Well, you can if you have bowl and branch bed sheets, their sheets aren't just buttery breathable and impossibly comfortable, but they get softer with every wash. And that's because they use the best quality thread possible. It's like sleeping on a giant five-year-old pumpkin. Listen, I use their sheets and it's like sleeping in some divine silky tomb. I like to roll myself up in them sheets like I'm a burrito meat and then crunch up like a shrimp and go pew, pew 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 at my dog like I'm some kind of spaceship and it's extremely satisfying to do. Trust. Trust me when I say everyone has a great time. So just to recap, Bowl & Branch uses the highest quality threads On this earth, their signature hem sheets feel buttery like a pumpkin and have over 10,000 stellar reviews. I am a space shrimp. You can trust me. Their products are 100% free from toxins like pesticides, formaldehyde, or other harsh chemicals. And Bowl and & Branch will give you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and returns on all orders. So get 15% off your first set of sheets when you use promo code MORENEWS at bowlandbranch.com. That's B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com. Promo code MORENEWS. Be the burrito meat today. I think it's time for us to move on to some
0: good news. Speaking of emotions, inflation. Yeah.
1: <laughs> inflation. girl. Reduction Act.
4: The Inflation Reduction Act passed the Senate. It's expected to pass the House Friday. Maybe when this comes out.
1: Jonathan, is it expected to reduce inflation?
4: Oh no! That's, no, no, that has nothing to do. <laughs> That's it's just there. the title. Oh, okay, okay. Please they, continue. They expect inflation to go down on its own, and then when it does, they can be like, "Huh? huh? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so good." There, there are pluses of this bill because I know we're, like it doesn't do so much of what we want, but I do think we should highlight some of the pluses. It's a significant uh, investment in reducing the effects of climate change. About three hundred and seventy billion dollars. A lot of different uh, tax credits, um, greenhouse gas emissions in 2030 with this all in there will be 40% below 2005 levels if Congress enacts the bill. It extends a pandemic program to keep 13 million people insured under the ACA for another three years, a $2,000 annual out-of-pocket price cap on prescription drugs for seniors under Medicare Part D. You'll notice a trend here is that I'm saying a good thing and then it's like for, for this group yeah, in this thing. Right, exactly. 15% minimum tax on corporations with a bunch of butts added to that. Uh, $80 billion in new funding for the IRS, i.e. Dark Brandon's mm-hmm. army or whatever. Yeah, Dark Double Brandon's <laughs> army. Yeah, exactly. A lot of good stuff in here with a bunch of butts.
3: I mean, I would like to speak about the medical aspect of this. I mean, obviously, it's not everything that we hoped, but I have to say there's some there's some pretty important stuff in here. It's not it's not nothing. I mean, it's it's not nothing. So you guys know you probably have heard that medicine is very expensive. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Mm -hmm. like a Yale study came out last month and it showed that like 14 percent of people in the United States who use insulin. It's a medication that when you need it, you need it. Your body needs insulin. And if you don't make it, you need the medication. But 14% of those people have experienced catastrophic levels of spending on the treatment. Like after their food and their housing, that's like where the, the, all their money goes. So there is some new stuff to this that's important. So there, for the first time, I think, I don't think this has ever happened before, the federal health secretary can negotiate the prices of certain expensive medications for those people on, on Medicare. Uh, and you know, 48 million people in this country get their medicine from Medicare. So that's a pretty important thing. These are medicines that are crazy expensive. Now, of course, then the downside is it's only at first gonna be 10 medicines <laughs> and that starts in 2026. And then it will build over time to about 20 medicines by 2029. But a big part of this is that you're also gonna get capped on how much you can spend. So it, right now it's about seven thousand dollars a year you you can spend on your medication out of pocket, and then once you do that, you're paying five percent for like every medication afterward. which doesn't sound like a lot, but it really adds up if you're it's on these so expensive much drugs. Money. Yeah, no,
1: seven thousand dollars is not something that just everybody has. Yeah,
3: so dropping that to two thousand and then having no payment, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's that, I mean it, that's that, that really is something, and you know, a big a big. I mean, this has to be good, right? Because the farm industry fought so hard <laughs> against this. You know, they spend millions of billions of dollars in lobbying Washington over the years against this. And the fact that they didn't want this to pass is, a, I think, a good sign that there is something that yeah. can come out of this.
1: I agree. And I mean, all of that, it's all, of course, a benefit. It is just such like, in general, <laughs> we're going to talk about some of the drawbacks to it. It's just making the case as to why we need universal health care, you know, why it's just these piecemeal, piecemeal, uh, stop gaps. It's a bandaid on top of, I used this analogy with my nephew the other day and it worked. So I'm going to do it again. It's like you, you break your foot, but you put a bandaid on it and like, you know, the Band aids, there, fine, but the foot is gonna heal all fucked up, and you're not gonna be able to walk on it properly. Is what it feels like a lot of the times when when I mean, and for this, for everything, <laughs> for everything, it's politics feels like that, I guess. But it's also really important and good to see these things happen, and it's going to be life saving and life changing for many, many people. I just want more.
3: Mar- yeah, I mean, more. The- no, I agree. I mean, the thing about insulin really bothered me. So it, in case you guys didn't know, they, they were trying to get a cap at the price of insulin to $35 per month for, for all patients, basically, which would be huge because I mean, insulin is, is, can yeah. be so expensive. And it's you, so expensive in America specifically. It, it, yeah, like, it's exactly. so expensive here. Right, right. So, I mean, the the bill wasn't able to do it for everyone. It was, it's For Medicare patients, it will be capped, but for everyone else, it's not. So that's a... It's a big issue. I mean, the, the one thing I will say is this. So, you know, a big reason that the big argument that the pharmaceutical companies will make is they'll say, well, this will hamper us finding new drugs, development of new drugs. I mean, so they looked at it, the congressional budgetary office, whatever the CBO or something, they like looked at it and they said that, okay, maybe this will lead to like 15 fewer drugs in the next 30 years. So it's pretty mm-hmm. small, right? So if, if this goes okay, which I assume it will, I mean, if if anything, it'll it'll show very little change, really. It, it then it could be used as an argument to be like, "Look, you guys complained that you that us, you know, putting a cap or negotiating prices on these medications would limit the amount of money and medication you make, and you guys in the pharmaceutical industry are doing fine." That's <laughs> a oh, good yeah. point. Exactly, it's, it's a, a good, good
0: point fine. Fine. <laughs> in terms should... of
1: illustrating it. Yeah, go.
0: we filmed an episode about this mm-hmm. yesterday. <laughs> Uh, of the YouTube show uh, about these sort of like profit incentives in uh, the medical uh, industry, and specifically that of like oh, well, we we won't be able to research stuff billions and billions and billions of dollars of profit. um it's not going to research and development uh, largely, so that is a good point. like just wait like just, like this can sh- demonstrate that they are not telling the truth about it. I that.
1: hope that it demonstrates to lawmakers as well something i. It I
2: won't. I, well, I know even. it won't.
1: I know it won't. But let me share this. I was at. I, I live in a new area now, and I was having a great conversation with like this old dude who is conservative, and we talked about medicine, and it, it, we he was like saying yes, yes, agreeing with me. Just the idea that like they're there to make a profit, they aren't there to treat people, you know, and people do not receive. The treatment that they deserve or need, and um, and and it felt really good to have that common ground of like, absolutely. And I said, you know what, man, you should check out our YouTube channel. He's like, I'm gonna. He wrote it mm. down. Some more news. I was like, now, right. be I should be careful sharing this because I don't no. think that everybody needs to know up here. Radicalize the mountains. <laughs> but it's just that this Radicalized. is not even
0: that radical. <laughs> it is
1: like boiling water across the country. I, I yeah. feel uh, mm-hmm. that you cannot ignore this. Everybody is feeling this and experiencing this dissatisfaction. So when I say maybe they'll start to see, I'm like maybe because people are seeing, people are talking about it, mm-hmm. anecdotally. Yeah. Um. <laughs> how about uh some of the minuses, Jonathan? We haven't even gotten to that. Oh part. yeah,
4: give those sweet. Sure. Minuses. Uh, so the bill bars the Interior Department from issuing new what they're called right of way, uh, wind and solar energy developments for a decade unless they also give up twenty million acres of land and six hundred million acres of ocean area for oil and gas leasing. Is that a lot? It seems like a <laughs> seems, lot. Seems I, like a lot. this is high I number. Mean, for it
0: sounds like, area. like a lot. For like, in, for like in terms of like acres, like acres seem big, and then
4: twenty million acres seems like really big. I mean, an acre, I've lived in this country a long time. An acre could be the size of my room or 300 Mm -hmm. square miles. I really don't know.
1: I do know that a lot of people need places to live. Yes. I do know that.
4: 43,560 square feet. Uh, I mean, you lost. That still doesn't help me. Those numbers are too big. 44,000 square feet. That's a lot. The the argument that Uh, I've been uh... seeing from the Bill is Good (laughs) side is that Like what this is going to do is it's going to dissuade new drilling enough and it's going to help doing a lot of clean energy projects enough so that, yeah, we're going to open up all this area for leasing, but they're not going to take it is what Mm. I'm seeing. I don't know if that's true. I love like
0: these, like, it'll do this enough. Like, just like, we'll do it enough and it'll, it'll
4: hopefully, hopefully like it'll deter. I don't know. Um. There's also the cinema thing. It doesn't close the carried interest loophole. She fought for that, so it's going to allow private equity, hedge fund, and investment managers uh, to keep paying lower tax rates. It's they just so gruesome. That. It's
2: like,
1: why?
4: <laughs> well, cinema, why not? She, you got to yeah, protect the
1: hedge funds. It's just You've like a quirky
4: protect- little thing to add in there. <laughs> um, and then all the like cool stuff that uh, Bernie tried to add in there got like... Shot down by all the Democrats as well yeah, Well he tried to really... ruin the bill He tried to ruin it because he didn't want it to happen Right
2: mm-hmm.
4: Yeah he I tried hear. to ruin it with the Expended child tax credit mm. And uh, expanding Medicare to include Dental and vision Like real commie stuff Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Universal, Universally okay. beloved
1: Commie go sit in your lawn chair with your mittens
0: That helped people feed their children Yeah For a brief period
1: It's just yeah You would I mean, expect some more people to vote yes than just him
4: Especially since they know all the Republicans are going to vote, no, right? right' yeah. like, they so could it's like just not, do, it could do look it. good just right. do it,
0: say like, right. yeah, we support it, but look at the Republicans who won't let us. It's always we don't yeah. need to turn this into a Bernie section, but I just always love it whenever he does anything like this and like tries to like do something that helps, and then there's always this like contingency online that's like this is why nobody likes Bernie. This is why everybody <laughs> hates this guy. And it's, and like, I, if you don't like him, that's fine. You got your like 2016 spite reasons or whatever it is, whatever it is you don't like him. Uh, he only named a post office. It's always so funny when people frame it like, this is why nobody likes him. Actually, everybody loves him. He didn't win the. I want to. You we know he lost. If you look up the most popular politicians in the country, it's people who aren't in office like Jimmy Carter and Obama. And then Bernie. He's the the most popular sitting, like, government official currently. Also, so, like, it's like 50% of of Americans love him. 51% of women do.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I recently found out that, so, again, uh, Mountain Mm -hmm. Community here, Mm -hmm. uh, liberal pocket, Bernie won the Democratic primary for the county.
0: Yeah, no shit. And...
1: People hear what I have. When people do talk about it, they're like, "Yeah, I like what this guy has to say, or, or I like what AOC has to say." That's right. Yeah. No shit.
4: Yeah. No shit. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, but uh, obviously Biden's the only one who could have defeated Trump, right? Just like we don't need mm-hmm. to do a proof of that uh, logic. No,
0: you need. Yeah. yeah Dark, clearly, Dark Brandon was the, the only the only but- solution.
3: <laughs> Come on, guys. He's working real hard. <laughs> I just want to be that guy on the podcast. <laughs>
0: give him a break he's doing his his best all right we should be happy
1: um to cody's point yeah it is frustrating and i understand people being like i understand that there is a political choice that has to be made which he made by the way which Mm. he made he voted yes for this despite it not including the stuff that you know but but
2: what's
1: the problem with continuing to talk about the things that are necessary which objectively speaking is true you know again I, I i get hung up on that just yeah
3: i mean the the thing that's funny about it is how hard it is to con- convince some of the people on the left of the democrats to to sign up for some of these things i i mean no matter what they do no matter how mild this bill is i do think there's some good stuff in it like particularly i think there's some good stuff with the moving us forward on the medicine, but no matter what they do or how mild it is, it's going to be painted either way as being far left radical. I mean, that's how they're going to get painted. Who cares? Just go for what's right then at that point, you know, what are they? I don't understand what the, the concern is at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, it's well, I mean, part of the concern is it's like, they don't want to do it. Right. Not everybody, obviously, but there are like interests that are in opposition to these good things. But yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like, they, like, they're saying that the FBI is full of communists trying to, like, take down Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Like, what do you, like, right. it's no matter what, this is going to happen and they're going to say whatever they want.
3: I, I may be oversimplifying things. I'm sure I am. But, like, the, the same reason there are people who are like, oh, the the FBI shouldn't have done this because it's going to enrage the people on the left. I'm mean, sorry, on the, on the right and these MAGA supporters and all that. I, I mean, they're enraged. At the slightest, anything. It doesn't matter. Nothing's going to change. They're going to attack. This might, like, put a couple of vulnerable groups in a little bit of harm's way. I think that is true. That does kind of concern me. Like, but they're the kind of people that are going to do these awful things no matter what. Like, I don't, there's nothing, we can't let that stop the way of progress at this point. I think, you know, it concerns me, but, like, I don't know what other option there is at this point.
0: Yeah. Right, it's just it's just another excuse uh, to not do it and, like, It's gonna, why would you let this sort of fear stop you from doing good things that will make things better, (laughs) ultimately, and make fewer people be angry about the commies and the FBI going after Trump? (laughs) The goddamn commie FBI.
1: It's just, I mean, (laughs) I I waffle between just, are they just so out of touch? I, no, they just want the system to keep working the way it's working, I guess.
4: Yeah, Um, for certain people and, you know.
1: Anywho. What else we got? We're running out of time here.
4: Well, I thought we could end by watching a brief bit of this commercial for Kaylee McEnany's sister's okay, that's fun. dating app. For yeah. I haven't seen this people. yet. I, I saw it shared, but
0: okay. I didn't watch it yet. Great. Before we watch this, this is a dating Wait. app for Trump supporters, right? Right wing. right? Young I was conservatives. Told, I was told that it's actually disgusting for people to base mm. their dating uh habits off of uh, politics or like another word like shared values
1: well wait till you see this commercial
0: you'll change your mind maybe i'll change my mind
5: hey guys i'm ryan i've got to tell you about something (laughs) i am so excited to announce a dating app for all of us conservatives it's called the right stuff and it's launching this (laughs) september what i love most about it is that it's invite only so not just anyone can join First of all, it's free to use, and for my ladies, you'll never have to pay because we all get premium subscriptions (laughs) for simply inviting a couple friends. Gentlemen, if you want access to premium, that's on you. And by the way, those are the only two options. Ladies and gentlemen, the right stuff is all about getting <laughs> they got it. the right thing.
0: Oh, pool. they got it in there. The people
5: who share the same values and beliefs as you. You'll oh, start off by building your perfect profile. <laughs> no pronouns necessary. We want you oh, to you already get to thing forward, which includes your favorite photos of yourself doing what you love. Well, there is, <laughs> <stuff. Our laughs> there is. Our give you the opportunity to let people know various sides of you. So remember, be authentic and creative. We're sorry that you've had to endure years of bad dates and wasted oh, time with people that don't see the world our way. The right uh, way.
3: Uh, okay, so
2: uh, once you're in the app- <laughs> I mean... You, you,
3: know, you know what was funny was at the end of that video, like the sync between her mouth moving and her words coming out was was out of sync and it made her look like a, the robot that she is, malfunctioning. meep, mm, oh. That was awesome.
0: What a...
1: I mean, it's full of full of gems.
0: It's well, again, for so long I was told that if you're more left-leaning and you don't want to date Republicans, that means you're like evil or something and right. that it's you're intolerant of other people's ideas. So that's funny, obviously. They
1: are the real snowflakes. I mean, you it's the same thing when you when we're talking about their reaction to this bill now, they're going to be enraged no matter what. They're just fucking angry all the time. And I, I think liberals are pretty resilient, but they do seem to shatter at nothing. Yeah,
0: <laughs> It's well, also, it's just like there's so much about that video that's incredible. And obviously, just saying the exact opposite of what they said, you know, three months ago is not a surprise. I can't believe they did the pronoun thing twice. They got their little... Yeah, they really... Ladies and the gentlemen only. Thing. And then yeah. later on, they did, like, right. no pronouns. Yeah, you already said. You're, I, yeah. I'm, I, you're, we, I'm already yeah. on your culture war team. You don't need to do this again. <laughs> and
4: obviously, the picture of Trump is amazing.
0: But, oh, there was just this one moment that I forget now. <laughs>
4: While you're looking for that I one of the thing that really stands out to me is they're doing it like a selling point like it's always free for ladies yes, you yes, all thank get premium you. okay do you want you go
0: I think that maybe if this was a different app if it was literally any other app for literally any other people and it was presented as premium is free for women and premium is pay for men they, they would. would call that disgusting unfair yeah. identity yeah, politics they would. They'd call it like toxic feminism, or whatever it is they want to call it. It's wokeness. She's being woke right now. This right stuff app is woke for allowing women to not have to pay for premium. But the reason they're doing it is
3: because it's going to be all men. All dudes.: It's going to be actually Madison for too. <laughs> there's going to be like three women on this site. And yeah, Ryan like a uh, bunch not of, appealing. And... Oh, it, it's not going to be good. Yeah.
0: I love also, I forget exactly how she phrased it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to misrepresent what she said at the very beginning. And it's very funny to start a video with, like, I can't wait to tell you about something I'm excited to announce. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that I'm doing right now.
3: Like, so good. Who is she, by the way? I don't know who that is.
4: She's Ryan McEnany, former press secretary for Donald Trump, Kaylee McEnany's uh, sister.
3: Oh, uh, uh, okay. So nobody. Yeah. Nobody. <laughs> yeah. Ha- has anyone made a just swipe Reich? reference yet? Has, mm-hmm. it, has that joke Ooh, been done? Can the I right get to Twitter oh, and do that good. before that's done? That's good. <laughs> oh get my god! before I think Ron that... Philip
4: Kowski does. Someone's already got it, I'm sure. It's so I funny. Don't know. Like the,
0: the one woman's like, oh, premium free for me.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I like a deal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <Got> <laughs> okay, I think we did it, guys. I think we did it. We, talked, it, so. we talked, we laughed, we joked. We got Matt. We didn't get that Matt. We got,
0: no. Yeah. I we feigned anger Matt. for the transition, for the segue.
1: That's right. You sure did. And you did mm-hmm. such a good job. Thank you so um, much. Kaveh, thank you for joining us again. Please tell I our listeners where it. they can find you.
3: Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I love it. Um, okay. So I can be found on Twitter at the House of Pod. You can listen to my sort of uh, humor adjacent medical podcast, <laughs> The House of Pod. You can find it pretty much everywhere. I have a new limited run podcast I'm doing with Rebecca Watson of Skepchick. It's about the show The Boys. It's called Girls on Boys. It's about the Amazon show The Boys, which I think is a really great satire. Cody really loves fun. that yeah. show. It's good, Absolutely. I like it. yeah, it's fun, great. Um, although I, I, the, we can talk about that finale. I was not, it was not my favorite <laughs> episode. But anyways, overall, great show. <laughs> so yeah, find me there. Do it.
1: Do it. Do it okay guys that is it you know What's up? how you doing stay cool totally stay, stay sexy sleazy sleazy sneezy stay cool and say sneezy and remember we love you very much
0: too much <laughs>